Welcome to Tenet Men. Welcome to Tenet Men. I am your host, Steve, and I am joined by Kevin, and together we are doing a complete and methodical review of the Christopher Nolan 2020 epic high-concept time travel film, Tenet. We are doing a minute-by-minute analysis of the film, conducting our own temporal pincer movement. I am on the red team, moving forward through the film. Kevin is on the blue team, traveling backwards through the film. Kevin, how are you? I'm doing well today. I've uh, gotten up, I've unbrushed my teeth, and I'm ready to go back to sleep. I'm not sure how it works on the blue team. I get a little confused. (laughs) I saw, actually, I should, I should have told you about this pre-show. I was reading through the, uh, the tenant, tenant, uh, Reddit page. And someone had a post recently about how they thought like, yeah, I think, I think inversion could be real. And I thought, no, like, I think, I think you're probably, (laughs) um, because like there's just I think if anything if if do this is our 22nd episode if I have learned anything from doing 22 episodes of of uh, you know deep diving into this movie it's not possible because it just it makes no sense. It really is. All those comments on that thre- on that uh, Reddit thread is always like it, there's an interesting pre- somebody posts an interesting premise based on the movie or based on inversion. And then the comments just pick it apart to death <laughs> as you travel deeper, deeper down <laughs> into no, the comments. It's... We've been we've been through so many rabbit holes that uh, it's just it's impossible. It's just it, it cannot. It is not feasible in our world. It's just not in our universe. Right. The physics mm-hmm. just it does not allow it. But uh, may, maybe on the metaphysical level, which is kind no, of where a lot no, of these I think theories it's, come it's from. Still no, it still breaks. It's still broken because <laughs> lots of stuff breaks down there. You though. think you think you can't shoot someone that's inverted, and I say you can shoot someone that's inverted. Oh, uh, yeah, those mines. I, I revisited those mines theory, and I couldn't. <laughs> it's it always sounds good on paper, but the more you dig into it, it it's um no, yeah. no, it doesn't work physically or philosophically. Uh, but it works in entertainment, and that's why we're here. We're doing the work of entertainers. Yeah, it's it, every story about time travel always comes back to the fact that well, time travel doesn't exist. So, <laughs> you know, right? That's another yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we can still have it as a story mechanism. <laughs> I'm willing to suspend belief uh, and give the fine folks uh, in Hollywood my eighteen dollars to go see more movies about it. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Shall we jump in? Yes. All right. I'm at 2122 to 2221. Uh, 2121 to 2221, if that's what I said. Uh, and these minutes are lining up fantastic. If you remember last week, we uh, we got to the Sanjay and Priya floor. We disabled some guards and we put a gun to Sanjay's head and we started uh, <laughs> asking him some questions. And that's where we cut off. So, And that's where we're going to pick up right now. Uh, so last week I, I mentioned Sanjay responds with, uh, with an awesome question or with an awesome statement. Uh, my name is Sanjay and you are kind of like <laughs> totally ignoring the protagonists. Not, not, not the first gun to this guy's head. No, no, not at all. <laughs> then Priya kind of like locks the door from inside. Um, 
And Sanjay responds, and, and the protagonist looks over at Priya, and then Sanjay is like, what, no chit-chat? He says, <laughs> no chit-chat. Uh, and then the protagonist responds with this one while looking at Priya. He says, there's no one at the other end, no one who's going to help you anyway, uh, which is an interesting comment. Is that because he died earlier in this movie and he's saying... No, like, she's hitting the she's hitting the um, oh, is it emer- emergency buzzer. Oh, she's ringing for security. And oh, yeah. I thought it was like a reference to like death. Like he's going to shoot this guy <laughs> and there's going to be no one there. Right. I thought it was like a faith kind of thing. Yeah. You kind of see her hand on the wall. It's not clear what she's doing, but she's pushing some sort of uh, duress alarm. Panic button. Got it. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. You don't get like a close up of it. And like this, again, this script just moves. <laughs> right. So I didn't pick up on that, but you have the script and it probably explicitly says that. So I did not you. read this script. I'm trying to find it. Oh, now, so you just, actually. you're just smarter than me. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fine. That's great. Um, anyway, I thought it was a pretty cool line. I actually, I like my interpretation of the line better than the past. Yeah, <laughs> um, it could be. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that too. That's true too. <laughs> so then we're at 2130, nine seconds later. From where we started, uh, we cut to the security room, which makes more sense now after you said mm-hmm. there's no one on the other end. <laughs> um, and we we were looking at like a video of uh, the protagonist with his hostage. And then there's Neil holding a gun and he says, don't let it get cold. And then you cut to these people eating food, uh, which is just I mean, we get we get the full spectrum of neil here because a second ago he's killing people he killed the guy (laughs) just shooting people uh to get to the security room and now he's being super compassionate telling people to to eat while their food is warm uh neil is a mystery uh yeah it's uh that's interesting yeah we'll have to track like how much uh extrajudicial killings they do throughout (laughs) because those guys are just they're just hired guards right they're I mean, probably not even earning that much money. Is but is Neil a sociopath or is he just really good at what he does? Oh, I don't know. That guy didn't even have a gun. He didn't have the drop on him. Right. I don't know if that right. was fully necessary. <laughs> right. Just maybe releasing some pent up, <laughs> yeah, pent up aggression. I don't know. Anyway, that whole security scene is five seconds long. Twenty one thirty five. We hop back to to Sanjay, um, and Sanjay actually comes back and answers the initial question, you know, where, where did the ammunition come from or who did he sell it to? He says, why should I know, why should I know who supplied it? And then mm-hmm. the protagonist responds, combination of metals is unique to India. And then while after, after Sanjay says, why should I know who supplied it? He takes a sip of his drink, which is, the no. baller <laughs> this, guy, this guy is actually pretty he's uh, great. badass. <laughs> he is actually, I want more Sanjay. Also uh, considering he's just a front for uh, uh, Priya. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's a patsy. Yeah. He plays this part. Well, <laughs> he, he's crushing it. Um, so he takes a sip of his drink and, and the protagonist says, combination of metals. And then he says, if it's from India, it's from you. Sanjay says, fair assumption, protagonist, deduction. And Sanjay, deduction then. <laughs> um, also, like, great I, little banter. Yes, but uh, it, it is a leap in logic because I, I, I don't think that that's not how manufacturing works anymore. We're, we're in a globalized society. The, you know, bullets are being manufactured in Bangladesh and being sold in 
you know, by an arms dealer in, you know, South Africa. It's not, it, this is not how things really work, but whatever. No. It, it got us from point A to point B, and it, that's fine. It mysteriously got us to the exact right spot. <laughs> so, well, let's just take it. Yeah. Uh, and then Sanjay says, look, my friend, guns are never conducive to a productive negotiation. Uh, mm-hmm. The protagonist responds, I'm not the man they send to negotiate. Cox's gun, total badass. Um, or the man they send to make deals. But I am the man people talk to. And now he's you know, putting his hand over Sanjay's face as, you know, as if he's going to block the brain carnage that's coming his way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sanjay just says, I can't. I can't tell you. Um, the protagonist, you're an arms dealer, friend. This may be the easiest trigger I've ever had to pull, mm-hmm. um, ironically, with a gun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then Priya, Priya finally steps in here. We're just about over, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Priya comes in and says, to say anything about a client would violate the tenets he lives by. Oh, what a great line. Um, <laughs> and then the protagonist, I, well, I'm sorry, what? I, I was just going to mention, this is the first time I've noticed that she's also doing the hand gesture. I, I think I've said before, the hand gesture doesn't come back, but she's doing it so subtly. Oh, I, I didn't never noticed I, that. Oh. Her, yeah, her hands are together. What, did you watch it, or is it in the script? Uh, it's both. I did. I this because I just watched it just before we did the oh, wow recording, and I knew they said the word tenant back and forth. Uh, but this is the first time I noticed that her hands are clasped. They're also kind of like you know it, she could just be standing there, but she's very subtly standing there with her hands clasped as a last ditch effort to say, "Oh, maybe this guy's tenant." <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. That's actually really good because I was very critical of the corny little hand sign uh, when the you know the guy in the boat. I forgot his name already. If you remember a couple episodes back, I was pretty critical of that guy and their their corny little handshake. But yeah, um, and I I think I said too that this doesn't come back and it does. But this again, the script is moving like right faster than your brain can process the information. Right, that makes sense, or not. Um, Okay, so to say anything about a client would violate the tenets he lives by. Protagonist says, if tenets are important to you, then you can tell me everything. <laughs> he says everything. Um, and then and he, and he goes to make the hand gesture too. No, he does he? He moves, he's, he adjusts his he's, gun. He's moving his gun, but he's putting his hands together. Mm, okay. I think I still have it queued up. But <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. I I made a note that he like he starts like moving his gun. I'm gonna look it up now too. We have to confirm this, and this is an easy one. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe he doesn't. I just assumed he did. He is moving his hands. Let's see. So I've because you, can you accept just the word without the hand signal? I think the way she phrased it. Oh, she does. She puts her hands together around the glass. Yeah, oh, but they are then, intertwined. Oh, and then yeah, he does. He puts both his hands together on the gun. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, that's it. That. Oh yeah, the, the camera subtly moves to his hands on the gun. It's so yeah. subtle I missed it ten times. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but this is why we do this. <laughs> wow. Wow. This is great. I've learned something today. Uh yeah. All right. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's coming. He puts his hands on uh yeah. Correctly on the gun and her she got a glass in her hand. Very so well yeah great spy craft 
Great. Very good. Very good. That was solid. I appreciate the scene even more now. And I already like the scene a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if tenants are important to you, then you can tell me everything. She responds, not while you have a gun to my husband's head. <laughs> and then she orders Sanjay. This is the best. Sanjay, make a drink for our guest. Please. <laughs> End scene. Uh, it doesn't get better than that. Now we know who wears the pants. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be Sanjay. Like he's the hero in this. He doesn't yeah. get killed at the end, right? He's living in like this super guarded tower. Oh my god, how free is he? Right? Yeah. Now is like yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's just sipping his scotch, living life. Yeah, he's got probably got some inverted gold bars still, um, <laughs> earning some <laughs> money somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. He's probably, yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right. Red team. You're up. I'm um, blue team. Blue team. I'm sorry. Blue team. <laughs> I know that. I know that. That's why you have to wear the insignia on the arm. <laughs> right. Yeah. My. Yeah. I need the. I need the. I need the watch to tell me to remind me. Yeah. That I'm on. <laughs> which direction is this watch going? I got something interesting actually about that coming up. Uh, I have a, a uh, unlike you. You had a very dialogue heavy uh, uh, part. I have a very undialogue heavy all action. Um, and we start off with Kat um, having arrived on the yacht in Vietnam. Uh, and she is setting up her little, um, her ruse. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much a silent scene. So she had just talked to somebody on the boat. And then she goes into um, setup mode. She uh, has already hidden the gun and the bag underneath um, the cushion on the deck chair. Um she then moves to, and this is an interesting setup, an interesting, because she's re-arriving to a place in her memory where a fight between her and um, Seder had just taken place, and she has to clean up the aftermath of it. So there's like a, a, a bunch of like rose petals that are like thrown, and she has to clean them up. So something got thrown and crashed. So she's cleaning up that, and then after she does that... Um, she removes the wires on the guardrail where she plans on ditching his body off the side. She she broke the vase, by the way. Is that it? Oh, do we see it? Yeah, we do see we it. We see a flashback of it, right? I think it's a flashback. I can't remember if it's a flashback or in real time, but we do see her we do see her through. I think it is a flashback when she's talking about it with the protagonist. Uh, yeah, pro- earlier earlier i was gonna say later on earlier in the movie from where you are i uh, think you're gonna get to it first i know what you're talking about now yeah she does though she breaks it Mm -hmm. so she's cleaning up the aftermath the fight to set up her little trap removes um uh the guardrails um we see the speedboat off in the distance with my hair and then in comes um satyr on the helicopter uh approaching all wordless just um, set, just all set up. Um, then we cut back to the beginning of the Stalask scene where Stalask 12, um, where we're, we're on the red team um, running at full sprint. <laughs> a lot of, I, I have not mentioned that there's a lot of great running uh, in the Stalesque scene. And I'm going to mention it here because we've seen clips of uh, the protagonist and Neil, just them in a frame running at full speed um, 
and shooting on the move uh, with like bullets hitting around them and stuff. And uh, it really, with the, with the pace of the score, the, it's, it's really gets you going, even though it's interspliced with like um, a cat cleaning up, you know, a vase of roses and stuff. (laughs) I mean, again, Nolan is um, just a, a master at action sequencing. Um, I think so. It, I think yeah, action yes. Um like fighting and hand-to-hand stuff, I still think he struggles with that. There are definitely better directors that, and there's been a lot of people that have criticized like the Dark Knights fight sequences. They're pretty corny, um, especially the like the the last one. It's bad. Yeah, well, I mean that whole I mean I, I, I'm was- not a huge fan of Nolan's Batman of verse, but Oh, you uh, so you just hate all Batman. No, I love Batman. I, you <laughs> I love Batman. New, you crapped on the new Batman last week. Saying it's not perfect is not crapping on something. <laughs> All right. I, I enjoyed that film. <laughs> I do oh, like that. Oh, film. oh, now you've enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got to talk about it, though, one day. We do need um, to talk about it. <laughs> that might be the first in our like movie review series that we all right. spin off. Um, all right. But back to this movie, <laughs> but this is where he's really good in big wide shot action. A lot of stuff on screen where it, it cuts from uh, the protagonist running um, and shooting. And then it shows, this is a great scene where the red team is infiltrating and they are running forward and behind them smoke is bellowing in reverse mm into an explosion that unexplodes behind like way back in the foreground and between the red team and the explosion is the blue team running in reverse (laughs) and that's really great and then we pull into the scene where they're running around the turnstile and i never really appreciated this before for like how they did it all the stuff that's going on but there's a great full screenshot where the red team led by we assume the protagonist and Ives and then there's you know the full red team running behind them and then um they're running let me think about this um counter no they're running clockwise around the turnstile so the turnstile is in the center and it looks like a pyramid kind of structure and then there's a circle around it kind of like a clock um And so the red team is running clockwise around this. The blue team is reverse running um, counterclockwise around it. And so if the blue team is like at the two o'clock, as we're looking at the circle, the the blue team is at the two o'clock position, reverse running uh, counterclockwise. The red team is uh, somewhere around the three o'clock or four o'clock position running towards the six o'clock position running clockwise. And then there are inverted, um, I don't know what we're calling them, enemy mm-hmm. um, uh, that are within the center of the clock X walking backwards, retreating. But to them, I guess they're in, they're going forward because <laughs> they're <laughs> um, 
it's very complicated. I was looking at it, like trying to, I was like, are those enemies, are they retreating? Are they walking backwards? Because you, when you retreat, you should be facing forward, firing, firing, firing towards the enemy and walking backwards um, in a tactical retreat. So I was, I was really curious, are those inverted soldiers um, who are attacking the center or are they, are they red team soldiers retreating? And I, I came to the conclusion, I believe they are inverted soldiers um, chasing the blue team. But no. to the red team's perspective, they are no. retreating. So as right. they are running behind the blue team, they'll never catch them. <laughs> right. They're running in an infinite loop, basically. They'll never right. catch the blue team. Uh, great shot. It kind of, like again, hurt my brain a little bit to try and figure out. I can clearly see what the blue team was doing and what the red team was doing. I think it's uh, it's important to note the camera is never inverted. <laughs> I that's well, no, it is when we're looking at Neil. Uh, when Neil is in frame, we the camera is inverted oh, because right. we yeah. Uh, that's and see that's one of the hard things <laughs> to comprehend when you're going back and forth. And the other problem I have with the whole style last scene that gets very confusing is. Like the the scenes with Neil and the scenes with the protagonist are not happening concurrently, because when I have to think about this, the camera's inverted all the time. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's inverted when our characters so, are inverted, right? When our the focus is because, yeah. like, yeah, and there's there's a lot of a lot of scenes like that. Yeah, which ugh, it's 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 even hard to explain. They. I, they do it way more at the end than they do at the beginning yeah. where you have to think, okay, I'm looking at Neil, I'm inverted. But then like, as in this scene, we keep cutting back between Neil and the protagonist and you have to think, okay, the, the camera is inverted when I'm looking at Neil, the camera is not inverted when I'm looking at the protagonist. But then when you think about everything that's happened in the scene, like in this moment here, Neil is not even on the field. Right. It's because Neil is not on the field when the protagonist drops in in concurrent time, in forward time. He his demise has already happened, and so as the he's running in, there is no Neil. And then, um, but but we keep cutting back to him as if that's happening concurrently, and it's not. It happened five minutes from now. Yeah, it, it kind of boggles the mind. Okay, and then, <laughs> and then we follow. Um, the red team, we follow the protagonist until he gets to his little uh, safe spot past the turnstile. At that point, uh, I guess the red team had secured the um, the turnstile. Uh, and then we move into um, where they have to uh, take the well, which is their their mission, um, moving into that what we've already seen, um, blowing, blowing and unblowing up the top and bottom of the building. Um, and all that. And so then we cut back to, at the very last second, we cut back to Neil, who was actually just infiltrating. Because this took me a second, because right after we see that scene where the blue team's going backwards around the, the turnstile, we cut back to Neil, who is just coming down the ramp. And I was, and we talked previously about the mines that become in the way. So he's just coming down from the ramp of um, the well where he's eventually going to pull them out of. Um, and that's where the truck is in reversing and stuff. Um, so I had to like go, okay, well now we cut back to five minutes 
in the future for the protagonist, five minutes in the past for Neil is that one cut from from this scene I just talked about with the red team infiltrating and we cut five minutes back to where Neil is just infiltrating and he starts stepping on mines and then the car comes. So the last minute, this that's is, my, my last scene. Ugh. This is like the start of, this is like the start of the mission, right? Yes. In time yes. forward, right? So like, if, and if you think about it from that perspective, blue team is wrapping up. Blue team is done actually. Yeah. By, well, that, yeah. By nature of, wait, no, I have to think about this. Yes. By nature of the inversion, by the time the red team lands, the blue team is done. And by the time the blue team, when the blue team lands, the red team has already completed their mission. Yeah. Yes. Right. So the blue team is, is getting flown off somewhere to get uninverted so they can be normies again. I assume, right? What yes. turnstile do they go into to become the normal same, again? The same one that they, they had yeah. on the ship. Was it on the ship? They had no. an interest. They had an interesting one where the proving window was on their on the floor, right? And it, like it goes like it goes uh, like vertical instead of horizontal, like a vertical <laughs> vertical inversion wheel, like a hamster wheel, whereas yeah. it's like a like a proper door turnstile. That's kind of a cool one where you're all in line together, and you look down, and you see your future self down yeah. there, <laughs> like yeah. also in line. <laughs> so like and you made, keep who made that one? Like actually, the the origin of that turnstile system is unclear like where did that come from who owns it right yeah it's obviously in the hands of the organization the tenant organization have they had access to it the whole time did they just get access to it did they commandeer it did they build it and yeah, that gets to the bootstrap paradox of this whole thing is who <laughs> built the first turnstile because you have if you build a turnstile and you invert yourself you have to have another turnstile in the past right we gotta you gotta you need a buddy system to make sure that right they bring you back yeah you can you cannot go further back than there is a turnstile. Otherwise you'd be inverted forever. <laughs> oh my God. You have to go back and build one to reinvert yourself, to uninvert yourself. How, and how do you, wait, <laughs> right? This is what, this is people. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> and that's why, that's, that's why they sent gold bars back to Seder with instructions that said, build this thing. I'm coming back and I need to turn around. <laughs> it's like, Oh, what is that movie? Isn't there some like silent film with Buster Keaton where he's like he's on a he's he's on a a train that can't stop and he has to like build the the train tracks in front of the thing? <laughs> I, I don't know that one. <laughs> okay, the general, I think. <laughs> where the train just keeps moving and they have to keep making the train tracks faster, and faster and faster. <laughs> I feel like that's a Bugs Bunny cartoon. It's also the ass. <laughs> um. Is that the end of your minute? That's the minute. Yeah, we stop with Neil uh, coming down the ramp. Okay. And so this is kind of, you're right. This is kind of the beginning. A cat just arrived on the boat. Uh, Red team's infiltrating and blue team is also infiltrating. But blue team is also uh, five minutes ahead. So this is what I mean, like that Christopher Nolan does well. Like he's got so many different things happening at the same time. He does a really good job, I feel like, of showing all the different tracks that are happening. Because there's, you know, there's like four different things happening here at the same time, right? You've got people in forward, people in reverse. You have Cat. You've got, uh, yeah, you've got Ives and the protagonist, right? There's a lot happening all at once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also, but you've been through so much movie by this time. (laughs) Right. <laughs> yeah, you have to go to the bathroom. Your kids are calling. <laughs> Your wife's going, what is this crap? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, good stuff. Yeah. Oof. Whew. It's getting crazy. And it's going to continue to get crazy. But thank you all for mm-hmm. listening uh, to the Tenant Man Podcast. If you've enjoyed this program, please take a moment to follow, rate, review this show on whatever service you found us on. Negative reviews are equally welcome. Uh, and rest assured, we will continue our temporal pincer movement of this film next week. Until then, we'll meet you at the beginning. I'll see you at the beginning, friends.